Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. Today is November 20th, 2019. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 Sales Systems and Business Development Services give white-collar small business owners a refreshing experience and sales sophistication and simplicity. In other words, we tell salespeople exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. Each podcast episode contains a nugget of our sales system and business development training. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. In addition to supporting white collar small business owners and salespersons, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. Today's episode is powered by Jive Communications at jive.com. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We have over 72 hours of sales system and business development content on our podcast. Today's capitalism episode topic is titled, Socialist Economic Policies Are Terrible for Small Business Owners and Hardworking Employees. Now, this may be a multi-episode podcast series. I don't have a lot of notes on this podcast episode, but I am using bullet points. I studied economics in college at Golden Gate University in San Francisco. Prior to economics, I was an electrical engineering major but changed my major because I had a kid in college and had to go to work. I could not keep up with the engineering curriculum and work at the same time. Now this conversation about socialist economic policies is not hard to understand, but socialism has many moving parts. And with these moving parts, You know, isolated by themselves, socialism appears harmless. But when all the parts are assembled, socialism is very harmful to businesses and uh, individuals who want to be successful and uh, carve out their own plan to be wealthy. So when you hear the word socialism, think of the concept of everyone's goals being pushed to the middle for everyone to be average. If a person or business wants success above average, Socialism will not let you unless you know somebody in the government who can give you a pass to behave outside of these uh, set uh, social norms. A socialist economic policy would cause significant harm to the U.S. private sector and uh, small business owners across every industry. These podcast episodes are produced to sound the alarm Uh, to small business owners who want to maintain healthy, profitable companies. 
my company, 321BizDev LLC, is already seeing the ramifications of a socialist economic agenda right here in California. Just in 2018, almost 700,000 people have left the state of California, mainly because of the uh, socialist economic agenda and policies. I have uh, business colleagues here in California who have seen their companies go under due to some of the uh, socialist economic policies here in California. Uh, California economic policies sound great on paper, but the impacts are felt first by the small business owners, then trickle down to taxpayers, then to private sector workers. Now, the, the biggest problem about socialist economic policies is the policies are funded by significant tax increases on private sector businesses and private sector employees. This misconception held by the public is uh, small business owners have a lot of money, they have uh, infinite supplies of money, and that they are filthy rich. And what is the little tax increase going to hurt? This episode is not focused on any particular candidate from any political party because politicians come and go. Capitalism is a natural result of seeing and having and taking action on opportunity. Capitalism is the same thing as private sector. So when you hear the word capitalism, try to focus on private sector. People working in the private sector include movie stars, athletes, nurses, realtors, insurance agents, dentists, CPAs, plastic surgeons, people who own stores, hair salons, nail salons, network marketing companies, digital marketing reps, social media reps, any person not getting a government check or their company does not have a government contract. In a capitalist society, like here in the US, socialism and communism must be forced on the people. And that's kind of like what this uh, podcast episode is about. Capitalism, let me give you some definitions of what capitalism, socialism, and communism are all about. And I will spend some extensive time on communism because that's the one that people really don't know about. And they really don't know about socialism either, but let's start with capitalism. Capitalism, definition. This is from Merriam-Webster. In fact, all of these definitions are from Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Uh, Capitalism is an economic system characterized by private or corporate ownership of capital goods by investments that are determined by private decision and by prices, uh, production, and the distribution of goods that are determined mainly by competition in a free market. So there's a definition of capitalism and note some key words, private or corporate ownership. That means you, the private individual that owns the real estate brokerage or or owns the dental practice. Another uh, key word is prices. Another key word is production. And you've heard me talk about uh, production on the 321Biz Development uh, Podcast. And another phrase that comes to mind is goods that are determined mainly by competition and a free market. So capitalism is the free market. Capitalism is why NBA, NFL stars can demand like 15, 20, 30, 35 million dollar contracts 
to play professional sports. Capitalism is the reason why we have the car Tesla for those that are into the, the electric cars. Without capitalism, Tesla would have never be become a company. And I think the government had a little bit of funding in that too because it was an electric car. Take a look at Amazon. I mean, Prime, Amazon Prime, Amazon Video, Amazon everything. That's a capitalistic venture. Um, so capitalism is what motivates people to strive to be successful, to try to be first, to try to have the best product on the market. So let's talk about socialism next. Socialism. Socialism, the definition from Merriam-Webster. Any of various economic and political theories advocating collective or governmental ownership and administration of the means of production and distribution of goods. So the key phrase or words in the definition of socialism is uh, collective, governmental ownership. So when you hear these words collective and government ownership, think socialism. So let's move to communism, which is the big one. A doctrine, and again, this is from Merriam-Webster, a doctrine based on revolutionary Marxian socialism and Marxism, Leninism, that was the official ideology of the United Soviet Socialist Republic, a, to a totalitarian system of government which a single authoritarian party controls state-owned means of production. A final stage of society in Marxist theory in which the state has withered away and economic goods are distributed equitably. 321 recommends listeners read about the Bolshevik Revolution, which transformed Russia into the USSR, the United Socialist Soviet Republic, which lasted about 70 years until communism failed in 1987 when the Soviets, a.k.a. the USSR, could no longer feed its people. The USSR controlled about 22 countries. And let me name some of these countries or name all of the countries that the United Socialist Soviet Republic controlled. And I'm stressing the word socialist in the USSR because what um, the United Soviet Socialist Republic did is the same things that the, the American socialists are trying to do uh, to us in America. So let me name these 22 countries. East Germany, Poland, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Yugoslavia, now it's called Serbia and Croatia, and uh, Czechoslovakia is now called Czech and Slovak, I believe, Slo Slovakia. Uh, Romania, Bulgaria, Albania, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Belarus, Estonia, Georgia, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Latvia, Lithuania, Moldova, Russia, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Ukraine, that's in the news today, and Uzbekistan. These countries are now free as of 1998, and hell no, they don't want to return to government rule under socialism or communism. Now here's a dirty little secret about socialism. It's a gateway to communism. Why? Because people who pay taxes eventually will be taxed out of business. Then the economic policy shifts to communism because the same services needed under capitalism are needed under communism. 
except now the government controls hair salons, auto repair shops, dental services, medical services, grocery stores, who gets to play on national sports teams, who gets to travel on vacation, how many kids a family can have, what the news channels can report, what types of cars are manufactured, who can drive what car, what work people must do, what subjects kids must study. I went a little overboard here, but I had to give people a small glimpse of what communism is about. Because if I don't talk about it on the 321 Biz Development Podcast, you probably won't hear this. Okay? So even in some U.S. states, the state governments are telling people what foods must be eaten. They're taxing certain drinks. They're forcing immunizations on kids that or may be linked to uh, health diseases. They're hyping up climate change when there is no problem. So let's talk about some of this climate change stuff, which is all by itself sounds very noble. It sounds like, hey, let's protect the, pl the planet. But let me tell you something about, about this climate change thing. Here are some facts. Fact, did you know that the earth has been around for at least 6,000 years? Some say 10,000 years, some say millions of years. I guess the longer the better in my case and what I'm trying to uh, point out. And the earth has had 6,000 years of on time sunrises and sunsets. 6,000 years of providing four seasons in a year, spring, summer, fall, and winter without fail. Have you ever seen a day where the sun has not risen or summer did not happen? Of course you haven't because it's been happening for the last 6,000, 10,000, or as some scientists say, millions of years. Here's another fact. Did you know that the news weather forecasters are even lying about sunrises and sunsets? The sun, if you remember from fifth grade, uh, like astronomy or fifth grade science, the sun never sets and rises because the sun is stationary and the earth rotates on an axis. Half of the time, half of the earth is not exposed to the sun, and the other time, the other half of the earth is exposed to the sun. That's why we have night and day. So that's why I want to point out some of the obvious things that, I mean, so if you think climate change exists, then you have to also uh, question why are weather forecasters telling you that the sun is rising and the sun is setting? That is not true. Here's another fact. The things that uh, climate change supporters claim uh, cause the climate to change are the same things humans need to survive. Climate changes state that the earth is getting warm because of CO2 and that's carbon dioxide releases into the air. The last time I checked from fifth grade uh, biology class, mammals and mainly humans emit carbon dioxide when we breathe out. That's called exhaling. Guess what uses carbon dioxide in the photosynthesis process? Trees and plants use carbon dioxide to grow. Guess what trees and plants produce in a photosynthesis process? Oxygen. People need oxygen to breathe. Guess what else oxygen and carbon dioxide are used for? Mixed with two parts hydrogen, uh, oxygen produces this thing called water. Guess what's in the oceans? Water. Where does water come from? Carbon dioxide mixes with atmospheric gradients to produce rain from storms and yes, hurricanes. So it seems like whoever planned this thing called Earth 
got everything right. These facts I just highlighted sort of destroy some of the things socialists uh, speak of when they're talking about nature. The intent of socialism is to create policy to limit productivity. It's not the gas that socialists don't like. It's the productivity people achieve with gas, with cars, and with petroleum. Socialists want climate change laws, but not because they believe in saving the planet. Socialists know that climate change laws limit productivity. If a manufacturer has to limit his or her factories to make items, this limits productivity, it limits profitability, and causes high unemployment. Take HOV lanes, high uh, occupancy vehicle lanes, lanes for cars with more than two passengers. This is a really dumb concept. It supposedly encourages people to carpool and or motivates people to buy electric cars. But if you live in the San Francisco Bay Area or Los Angeles or Houston or South Florida, you see a handful of cars in HOV lanes and 98% of the cars stuck in traffic. Literally, the HOV lanes have no impact on anything except allowing 2% of cars to make it to work earlier than 98% of the other cars. Let's talk about California fires. How come the states of Oregon and Washington have little to no fires? Does the climate change cause of the California fires know to stop at the California-Oregon border? Or the climate change causes in California know not to skip Oregon and not to infect Washington state? In other words, it appears that California fires are not because of power lines or climate change, but maybe because of arsonists setting fires on purpose. If these fires are due to arson, these fires are causing people's lives to be disrupted so much that they leave uh, you know, country, rural areas and move to suburbs and cities to feel the socialism impact even greater. Let's talk unemployment. Psychologists say that most people want to work, but if you give them unemployment pay for extended periods of time, like six months, one year or greater, the same people who love to work will become accustomed to getting free money for doing nothing. In fact, there was a study done during the 2010 uh, real estate crisis fallout when hundreds of thousands of people were unemployed. People who were getting about $1,900 per month in unemployment benefits were reluctant to return to work if their take-home pay was close to $1,900 per month. Why would people want to return to work if they can get the same money by doing absolutely nothing? People who were taking home $3,500 per month net pay just rearranged their lives and shopping habits to adjust to the $1,900 per month. So socialism in this example of unemployment benefits psychologically changed men's and women's sense of pride of ownership. Let's discuss free health care. This is another socialism tactic. The best place to get health insurance is through a good full-time job. Like in my previous example, if people have grown accustomed to getting unemployment checks, now the government's socialist agenda is giving people free health care. Now the government has got more people on the government side of thinking. Yeah, unemployment checks, free health care, free food, free phones, free cable, etc., etc. Socialism is a massaged concept in America, meaning many things have to go wrong for people. And for what I'm seeing, especially here in California, these things that can go wrong are premeditated. It's almost like some people 
and government are making things go wrong to make socialism more palatable. Things that could go wrong to make socialism more desirable are things like high unemployment, loss of jobs, jobs lost to other countries, unskilled labor, uneducated workforce where you have people that can't graduate from high school and they have a high high school dropout rates. So who gets to pay for this socialist agenda? Small business owners, private sector people, uh, private sector employees get to pay for this socialist agenda. The socialism impact of small business owners. Higher taxes means less business revenue or sales. To fix it, small business owners will try to raise prices, lay off employees, or sell inferior products. If small business owners have poor business plans, higher taxes mean even less sales. So why are taxes increased? It's, it's a government decision because governments have promised more benefits for voter loyalty. This is a big one. Government benefits or freebies cost money. Since the government does not manufacture or sell anything for a profit, the government taxes the private sector. Let me summarize the socialist economic negative impacts for small business owners 321 BizDev LLC supports. Some of this summary is hypothetical and some of the summary is based on what I've seen here in California. Let's talk about estate planning and business attorneys. Socialist economic policies will wipe out most if not all estate planning techniques for people to legally shelter assets. Socialists don't want people to pass on wealth to their heirs. If you are a business law attorney, how can you defend your small business owner client when the laws are written against business owners? Under socialist economic policies, employees often have more rights than employers. If you do not believe me, just do a few online inquiries. Let's move on to CPAs. Small business owners are already complaining CPA fees are too high and, and not enough value is provided for fees CPAs are charging. Here in California, I've heard that there are hundreds of health insurance laws small business owners have to keep up with. And what will happen when accounting rules are more anti-business than they already are? Let's move on to dentists. Again, socialist economic policies are reducing dental reimbursement rates due to the rise of people on Medicaid or Medi-Cal, which is what it's called in California. With the shrinking number of people who have actual dental insurance or who can pay cash, what will the impacts of even more socialist economic policies be? Let's move on to plastic surgeons. This industry is probably the least impacted due to socialist economic policies. Many plastic surgeon patients pay for vanity type services. Worst case scenario, plastic surgeons will need to charge less under socialist economic policies. Realtors. This is an easy one. It's already begun. People making less money or people paying higher taxes has already impacted real estate sales in California. Plus, digital marketing controls are getting a greater grip on real estate sales. I've seen local real estate associations promoting rent control legislation, at least in New York City and California. Economics 101 states rent control laws result in less real estate sales, not more. Let's move on to the last industry, insurance agents. Health insurance commissions were significantly reduced under the Affordable Care Act. As of November 2019, a candidate running for president 
wants to fire all private sector health insurance workers and transition these workers to sell life insurance, homeowners insurance, and auto insurance. These three industries, life, home, and auto insurance uh, sales are already overcrowded. And nurses, private sector nurses, should be concerned about socialist economic policies too. Currently, nurses can strike against private sector health insurance companies. If health insurance is controlled by the government, there are no more private sector health insurance companies. Thus, nurses will lose their leverage and the conversation that uh, private sector health insurance companies are making trillions of dollars will be lost. Back in 2014, 321BizDev LLC saw this trend towards socialist economic policies began to emerge. We knew small business owners would need to improve business performance if capitalist economic policies were beginning to vanish. Unlike in Europe, where socialism metastasized quickly, it will take longer for American businesses to feel the demise of socialist economic policies. I was in Southern Europe. I was in Barcelona, France, and Italy about 60 days ago. In my opinion, these countries were in bad shape due to the uh, European Union socialist economic policies. I was in Europe in 1984 and 1985-ish. Uh, Everyone back then had nice cars, they had nice homes. Fast forward to 2019. When I saw what I saw in 2019, everyone drove tiny cars, lived in tiny apartments, and it looked like some of these cities' buildings had not been painted or refurbished in 30 years. But socialist economic policies could accelerate the same conditions existing in Europe right here in America much faster if American government socialists have more control over the government. If you are a white-collar small business owner and this podcast episode addresses a concern or situation that you are going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a capitalist solution. We recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321BizDev.com services to complete a survey questionnaire to begin the consultative process. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day.